Father, we just thank you that we can come together as your children and you are our heavenly Father. We thank you that we have favor and that you've given us divine, exceeding great and precious promises so that we can grow and know you better and better and more and more each and every day. And we thank you that we have received and obtained like precious faith because our righteousness in you, in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen. So today's promise is the promise for our children. And I find that in Isaiah 54:13. In Isaiah 54:13, he tells us that he has given us this promise to our children. Now remember, in Peter, we have uh, it is written that God Himself has given us exceeding great and precious promises. Great and precious promises. And one of those great and precious promises we find in Isaiah 54 and verse 13. And I'll read it from the New Living Translation and then I'll read it from the uh, King James. In the uh, New Living Translation, Isaiah 54, 13 says it this way. I will teach all, every time you see all, underline it. I will teach all your children and they will enjoy great peace. See, my children will enjoy great peace. I confess that because I believe the word of God. I believe it. And because I believe it, I receive it. It's, it's the same way we got born again. We believed in our heart that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. We believe that he was born of the Virgin Mary. We believe that he died and suffered on the cross of Calvary. We believe that he was risen from the dead. And we are saved. We confessed it with our mouth. We receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour. He is the Son of God. He is risen and he is Lord. And I believe what he says. See, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by what I feel. I am moved by what I believe. And I believe the word of God. His word does not fail me. And I walk by faith and not by sight. And that's what Second uh, Corinthians 5, 7 said. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. And so I hold fast now to my confession of faith that all my children will be taught of the Lord and my children will have great peace according to the word of God. Now Hebrews 10 and verse 23 but before I do that I just want to read Isaiah 54 and 13 in the um, 
Uh, you've got the King James there. New King yeah. James. Yeah. If I can just uh, read it from your this Bible, because the um, New King James says it this way: All, all your children shall be taught by the Lord, and great shall be the peace of your children. So. You know, the word confirms it. And that's what we need to hold fast to our confession. And uh, as I was saying earlier, my confession of faith is this. I believe and declare my children have been rescued from the kingdom of darkness and that they have been translated into the kingdom of the Son of God and they have received redemption and forgiveness through his blood. I also believe that in um, Mark eleven twenty four. Now Mark eleven twenty four is a great scripture, but you have to believe it in your heart when you confess it with your mouth. We don't have head knowledge we've got heart knowledge when i speak about your heart i mean your spirit because we are a spirit we have a soul and we do live in a body and i'm in matthew and i need to be in mark mark chapter 11 and verse 24 says it this way now this is jesus speaking i tell you you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Well, I believe I've received what I've prayed for. I believe that my prayer for my children and my declaration for my children has been answered. Because in John fourteen fourteen it says, Anything you ask in my name, I will do it. And if he said he will do it, he will do it. Because he's not a man, Deuteronomy, uh, I'm sorry, Numbers 23, 19 says, he's not a man that he should lie. Has he not said it? Will he not do it? If he said it, he'll do it. <laughs> If he's given you his word, then you can trust his word as reliable. Because his word will not return void. It will accomplish that which he pleases. And what pleases him? That none should perish. He does not want my children perishing because he's paid the price for them. He died for them. He gave his life for my children. He gave his life for my grandchildren. He gave his life for my great-grandchildren, just as he gave his life for me. And one of the great and precious promises is, if I will believe on him, then it will go right down to the, up to a thousand generations. That fourth generation that they talk about in Psalms and in... Um, in Deuteronomy, it's, that is to do with the unsaved. 
That is not to do with his children. You know, and this is what I'm saying. Some ministers are going to give an account to God. As a minister of the gospel, I have to be very careful and study myself to be approved because what I'm ministering, I will give an account to Almighty God one day. And that's why he said, don't many of you be teachers because you will give an account what you're teaching. And so I, I pray for these other ministers that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened and they will come to know the truth and give the truth to the people. Because those people are very hungry. They've got hungry hearts. They're going there believing that they're hearing the truth. And that only the truth will set them free. And, um, you know, you have to be very careful because there are a lot of ministers now, especially on YouTube and all these different platforms, that are even condemning people with the word of faith and, and uh, people that believe the word. And uh, I said to Keith, well, we, we're not called to do that. We're not called to tell people what's wrong. We're here to preach what's right and the right will correct the wrong. But when you start preaching what's wrong with other denominations, what are you doing? Wrong won't correct right, but right will correct wrong. So you just have to pray for them and love them. And um, see, only the Holy Spirit can reveal the truth. You know, like Madeline said, the hounds of heaven get a hold of them. I just love that. <laughs> I'm glad the hounds of heaven got a hold of me anyway. <laughs> you know, we take it to the high court, don't we? <laughs> the supreme court of all. So where were we? What were we? Oh, Mark 11, 24. So Mark 11, 24, in the New Living Translation, says it this way. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe, if who you? See, all you have to do is believe that you've received it. Mark eleven twenty four, And so I might just be, read that Mark 11, uh, 24 in the uh, King James Bible, um, if I could just do that now. See, and it's in red writing, so you know it's Jesus. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask, so who's doing the asking? Us. Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Very positive. That's a very good translation. It's very, very positive. And so, God's promise to me is, I will have what I say, and I say what his word says, by believing it in my heart, my spirit, and confessing it with my mouth. The same way as I got saved, Romans chapter 10, Verse 9 and 10 says that if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, 
then you say you are saved because it's by believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth what you believe. Now in um, Hebrews 10, 23, Hebrews 10, 23 tells us to hold fast to our confession of faith. And we have to hold fast to this and not be swayed. Our confession of faith, Hebrews 10, 23. In Hebrews 10, 23, which I'll read from the New Living Translation, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. And one of his promises is that all my children will be taught of the Lord and have great peace. And so I can now lay hold of that promise and I can be as... I can just be like... Because in Second Peter verse one, in Second Peter one and verse two, it says, "May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord." And so we now know that He is the Lord of all because we have that hope of eternity. As I've said before, we have a priceless inheritance and because my inheritance is in him, I can now know and ask that he'll pass on that inheritance to my children, that my children will be taught of the Lord and my children will have great peace because we know he's given us these great and exceeding precious promises, hasn't he? And one of those promises is that they will be taught of the Lord. And where were we? He... Didn't I read Hebrews 10.23? We'll just go there anyway. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23. I think it's telling us, yes it is, it's telling us to hold fast without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promise. And let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good work. And don't neglect to meet together. Because this is why we need each other. Nobody's got it all. Nobody. I need, I need you and you need me. We need one another because we've all got something to contribute. Haven't we? You know, um, we can't, well, God, 
desires a family. We're all children of the living God. And he, he loves us and he wants the best for us. We want the best for our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. So how much more does he want the best for them? Now, I just want us to go to Deuteronomy um, 30, 19, because in Deuteronomy chapter 30, 19, it's very good. I just want to read verse 20, because 19 is saying that you choose this day, you choose who you, you are going to follow. Who are you going to follow? I'm going to follow the Lord. I, I've made a quality decision. I'm like Abraham. I'm fully persuaded, and I'm fully persuaded that he's able to do above all I could possibly ask or think. You see, in Ephesians um, 3.20, we won't go there for time's sake, but in Ephesians 3.20, he says, he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could possibly ask or think. So if I'm asking him, if I'm asking him to rescue my children from the kingdom of darkness and place them into the kingdom of light, He's able to do it because he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all I can ask or think. And that's Ephesians 3.20. And I claim that. I t See, I talk to God like I'm talking to you today. I say, God, you promised me. You said you can do exceedingly and abundantly and above all I ask or think. And I believe you, Lord. So I believe that when I've asked you, and I've declared that my children will be taught of you and they will have great peace. I believe you're well able to do it. And I loose the ministry in spirits now and send them forth. And they will be heirs of salvation. They will be heirs of salvation according to the word of God. So Deuteronomy chapter 30. And we're going to read um, verse 20. And I am, I'm not, I'm in the wrong one, sorry. I'm in the wrong one. It's 19. 30, 19. Yep. Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. And I am reading it now from the New Living Translation. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessing and cursing. Now I call heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your, what, descendants? Well, who are my descendants? My children, my grandchildren, and my great-grandchildren. And that's why I choose life, so that they might live. Now look at verse 20. This is such a good promise. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and committing yourself firmly to him. 
This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land that the Lord, Lord swore to give to your ancestors. Well, who's my ancestor? Jesus. He's my big brother. We belong to the family of God. Now, if I can just read that in the King James Bible, so if I can just have uh, the King James, very, very good scripture this. And if you look at the cross-reference, it does go over into the new. So, it's very good. In, um, yes, I, I will read it from the Amplified Bible. I love this one. And this is an Amplified Classic. I call heaven and earth to witness this day against you. Well, he's not, he's not witnessing against us because we believe. He's set before us life and death and we have chosen life. I have chosen life so that my descendants may live. My descendants will live. And my descendants include my children, my grandchildren, and my great-grandchildren. And peradventure, if I live long enough, my great-great-grandchildren. Well, my grandmother, my, my eldest daughter was her great-great-grandchild. So my grandmother actually saw five generations. Um, Look at verse 20 in the Amplified. And may love the Lord your God, obey his voice, cling to him, for he is your life. This is the scripture that I'm, because I know I've chosen life, you see. I'm reading now from the Amplified, verse 20. And may love and may you love the lord your god obey his voice cling to him for he is your life and the length of your days that you may dwell in the land which the lord swore to give to your fathers abraham isaac and jacob so you see we can't put a foot wrong now if you just give me that little one there yeah I'll just read this in the New King James. I love that. Therefore, choose life. This is the end of the verse 19. Therefore, choose life, that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, to give them. Now, that was the New King James that I read before. I want to read it in the Amplified Bible. Now, the Amplified Bible says it this way. The Amplified Bible says, um, verse 
19 this way. I call heaven and earth as witness today, but I don't... What he's doing is calling heaven and earth to witness to you to choose life. Verse 20 in the Amplified Bible reads it this way, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, that you may cling to him, for he is your life, and the length of your days, that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, to give to them. So the Amplified Bible is the same as the New King James, and it's the same as the King James, and in the New Living Translation, it's this way. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and committing firmly to him. This is the key to your life. And if you obey the Lord, you will live long in the land that the Lord swore to give to you, to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And our ancestor now is Jesus, because Jesus is the seed that was promised to Abraham. So, Father God, I just thank you that we can come together and that we can believe together and that we can declare our children have been rescued from the kingdom of darkness and translated into the kingdom of your Son and they have received redemption and forgiveness through your precious blood, just as we have come and we've been rescued from the kingdom of darkness and we are now translated into the kingdom of your dear Son. And we give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen.